Hi, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, and you're listening to Your Health Transformed, founder of NeuroSwitch Weight Loss. And I am super excited as a bariatric surgeon to bring this series to you, The Bariatric Journey, where I talk to several bariatric patients and we discuss the down and dirty of their journey and what they're going through and kind of get rid of all the myths about bariatric and bariatric surgery. So we talk about the good and the bad in hopes to educate those who are going through this journey or considering it. Uh, This is not an easy journey. It's not what you see on TV and it's not the easy way out. So I'm excited to introduce you to the bariatric journey. back to Your Health Transformed. I am your host, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, and I am super excited that we are continuing our bariatric journey series today with Stephanie Mitchell, also known as the Shrinking Chef. But I'm really excited. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about the true um, bariatric journey and what your experience was like. Thank you so much. Um, I am a chef of 20, professional chef of 25 plus years. um, And so, which is probably a partially what led me to being as overweight as I was to need bariatric surgery in the first place. Um, But I went to my sister and I said, you know, I see all these really creative like Instagram accounts and I want to get one started for my weight loss journey. I need your help because she's clever. And so she was like, well, like, I'm like, you know, I'm getting the sleeve done. And we like tossed all these things around. She's like, what about Steph, the shrinking chef? I'm like, done. So that was it. I was sold. <laughs> so it, it was not me. I'm not that clever. <laughs> that's okay. Well, give, giving credit where credit is due, because I love the name and it flows. So it's, it, I love it. And so yeah. it's perfect. And yeah. it's perfect for you who's been a chef. So that was kind of one of my questions in general. So what um, made you choose bariatric ger- surgery in the first place? And then a little bit about maybe the journey that may have led up to it. So, and you mentioned some of it, but please share. Yeah. So, well, I'll take it way back. I've always okay. been overweight since I was a child. Um, you know, you get teased, you get picked on. It's whatever. Kids are mean. Um yeah. But, you know, even through high school, I was overweight, but I was never um, to the extent that I was um, when I had surgery. Um, I, I knew I wanted to be a chef very early on. I went to vocational school while I was in high school. It's all I ever loved to do was cooking, cooking, cooking. And so yeah. um, I started, you know, that right while I was in high school, um, like I said. But I went um, through the years just, you know, you gain more weight as you get older and it's harder to get rid of. And I've always been active. I've always played sports. Um, But, you know, they eventually they don't balance each other out the way that they should anymore. And so I just had continued to put weight on and I was really good at losing 50 pounds, losing 40 pounds and then gaining it all right back. Because when I put my mind to it, whatever the you know newest fad diet is, I could do it. I did Weight Watchers and that was the most sustainable for me. Um, I did yeah. a juice fast and I was vegan and I ate raw and you name it. And I did yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it just was, you know, you lose 40 pounds. Great. Feeling great. And then I was very all or nothing mentality. Like, well, I ate pizza today, so I may as well just nosedive and eat everything, yeah. you know, else that's bad for me. And so that's kind of how it was for me. Like I could lose it. And then I was really just as equally as good at gaining it back. And so I guess it was, I remember new year's of 20, new year's Eve, 2019. I'm getting dressed, getting ready to go out with my husband. And I was just like, I had this cute dress, but I didn't feel cute. I felt like a stuffed sausage. Like I was like, I don't feel cute. But, you know, he always tells me I'm beautiful and, you know, how nice I look and everything. And he never saw me any differently. But it was shortly like after that New Year's, that's when I first clicked for me, like something's got to change. And I lived in Delaware at the time and I went to um, 
you know, a seminar to learn about weight loss surgery, even though I was the person who thought it was the easy way out. I'm like, maybe I just need this easy way out because everything else isn't working. And I quickly discovered there's nothing easy about it. (laughs) We'll we'll have to talk about that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I got like, it was like a whirlwind. So I went to the class and I really liked the doctor and he was very informative. And I was like, okay, okay. And so I was getting ready to leave and they're like, okay, when can we sign you up? I was like, hold up. Sign me up for what? Um, no, I came just to hear what you had to say. And so he wanted to make an appointment with me. And they asked, like, well, which doctor? We have, you know, these four, do- three or four doctors. Which one do you want to meet with? And I was like, well, you did the seminar. I'm going to go with you. Like, yeah, you're the one who convinced me this is something I'm interested in. Still not sold, but interested. Right. So I made my appointment with him. And it was a really good surgery center. They, from there on, I still was on the fence. I had to do nutrition classes. And I said to my husband, I still, he wasn't on board either. And from the beginning, he was like, you don't need that. You're like, you're good. I don't like the idea. I said, well, let me just, I'm not booking anything, but let me, let me go through the motions. So I did the nutrition class because I thought that can't hurt me. Let me take these nutrition classes. So I did that. And about halfway through the nutrition classes, I was like, I think this is right for me. I think this is what I need to do. And he was just like, listen, I know you and you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So I'm going to support you. But uh, he was a little nervous about it. You know, it's a major surgery. So um, but he he did. We we quickly got on board together. And in the process, he lost 40 pounds. I didn't even know he had 40 pounds to lose. But just by alongside me, he also lost weight and we just got fit together. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Support, support, and 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 we can get into that too. Is is very key, I think, in this journey, especially when it's someone as close to you as a spouse. You know, can you imagine doing this? And when if he wasn't on board, it would probably have made it so much more difficult for you. Yes, so that's yeah. great that he was he was alongside you with this. My my question for those nutrition classes as a chef, did you? know some of that or what was going through kind of your head when you were taking some, were you like, man, I already knew all this or I've tried this or what? Tell, tell me a little bit more about that. It's funny because I did already know the majority of it. And if it wasn't from, you know, nutrition classes uh, in culinary school, I, I knew some of it then, but then on top of it, I, I, I counted macros before I did, if it fits your macros. So I was good at hitting my macros every single time, yeah. losing my 50 pounds and then gaining it back as soon as I stopped counting. Um, but yeah, I knew all of that. I knew what to look for. I knew I've done every diet. So I knew all this stuff. I just, in my mind, that's when it clicked for me. Like I said, about halfway through, I know how to do this. I need yeah. the help to get me there. I just need something to to help me with it, to help keep me accountable. And that's exactly what, you know, we call it a tool. That's exactly what right. this tool does. It helps me. So when I do have that day where, you know, I overeat and it's hard to overeat, when you can only eat so much anyhow. But when I do have like a junky kind of day and I'm not following my plan or my program, it's not like, okay, I'm going to gain it all back. I'm able to get myself back on track. So that's the difference between just the fad diet, losing 40 pounds and gaining it all back is that I can quickly get myself back because there's only so much room for error unless I continue down a, a toxic path. Um, yeah. But for me, it's like I'm dead set against it because I've had people tell me like, oh, you're probably going to gain a lot of your weight back. And I'm like, no, actually, I'm not. But yeah. thanks for your advice. Yeah. No, thanks that's not that. my plan. Yeah, <laughs> not my plan. But thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you did, but I'm not. Yeah, correct. I mean, why? like, thanks. Like, why would you, even, right. you know? Save your but, old clothes. You're going to need them. I'm like, no, they're gone forever. I've yeah, seen yeah. one pair for like that, you know, comparison when you hold it right. up and but that's it. I don't want that stuff. It's not yeah. my life anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. And so you had this leave because you mentioned that. Um, that was going to be my next question. Where did you choose? 
did you have a reason why you chose the sleeve or did that just feel more more like a fit for you or what was your thought process around that? So I knew two people that had um, recently within a couple years of my surgery that had uh, one had um, R&Y and one had the sleeve. Uh And what I knew about the sleeve is that it was less invasive. And that's kind of was the selling point for me. I did have um, slight issues with GERD. And so my doctor and I talked about that. And that's an issue with sleeve too. So we were sort of leaning more towards R&Y. But he said to me, you know, it's up to you. After doing my endoscopy, he said, I think you'll be fine. And I think your GERD will go away completely because I I think it's food related, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but I don't think it's going to be harmful for you to do do the sleeve. So he left the choice up to me. And when, you know, for me, um, if I have the choice of just having part of my stomach cut out versus having part of it cut out and my organs rearranged, I'm going to go with the lesser of the two. And I know that I could potentially have greater success with, you know, gastric bypass because, you know, he showed me the percentage rates and people's success and whatnot, but I'm not, I'm not everybody else. I know that either surgery that I had, I'm going to give it my best and I'm going to lose to, to make myself um, happy with my progress. So I tried to put that other people's statistics aside and just look at what I felt like was the least invasive. I'm going to, I don't need to die on this table. Not that that happens a lot, but that's what's going through my head. Like I want this to be quick over and done with, and I'm out. And yeah. so um, that's kind of what led me to to doing the sleeve versus anything else. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And how far out, out are you right now? Um, years? Uh, so I'll be two years in September. Okay, perfect. Good. And so my other question is something you mentioned earlier, something that's huge for me is before, before sleeve, you were saying you had like this all or nothing mentality, which is huge, I think, in, in, in the weight loss journey in big picture where it's almost like I'm going to do keto and I'll do keto for like a month. Right. Or however, and then you get almost like exhausted. Like you're tired of keto. You kind of slip back into a bad habit. And then it's just like, Oh, I had a, p- a cupcake or pizza. And then it just kind of th- what helped me. Cause a lot of my patients go through this. So I want to understand why this happens. And then I want to compare it after you answer that to the sleep. So, mm-hmm. so at what post, you know, bariatric surgery. So before bariatric surgery, when this was happening, why do you think that was happening? I think it's a shame feeling like, oh God, I did it. And well, I've screwed up. It is what it is. Again, for the hundredth time I've screwed up. So the shame overcomes you. And what does, uh, you know, an obese person do when they're feeling ashamed is they eat. So you eat to cover up the shame because you ate. So it's like looking back at it now and I do um, go to therapy now and I always thought I wouldn't, I'm like, I don't need therapy. Like I'm, and even when I went through my psych evaluation for the surgery, the psychiatrist was like, you're pretty boring. I'm like, I I know I don't have any like deep rooted. There's nothing serious behind me other than I like to eat. I love food. I'm a chef. This is what I love to do. And so um, I always thought like, I don't need that, but I've heard people in the community talk about how much therapy helped them. I was like, you know what? it can't hurt. Let me try it. And so I've actually just got done my therapy before got on this call with you. And, and that's one of the things that we talked about how like the all or nothing and how the mentality for me has changed because I struggled yesterday with cravings of sugar. And it's, I think because of the learning process behind this, and that's why insurance companies want you to have all of this, uh, you know, work, right. Put in ahead yeah. of time um, to make sure that you're mentally prepared for it. Because I now know like yesterday was a bad day because I started it out bad. 
I yeah. worked outside of the house yesterday. Normally I work from home and I have this routine and I didn't start with what I would normally start my breakfast with. And I don't think it satiated me the way that I need it to be. So I went yeah. through the day struggling, craving sugar and sweets and giving into it. Today's yeah. a new day. I'm fine yeah. today. I'm not even yeah. thinking about it today. And so it's just, I'm, I'm clearer mind and I'm able to recognize I didn't start my day out right yesterday. I didn't right. throw my whole, you know, surgery and almost two years of work away. I just didn't start it out the way I should have. And yeah. it's okay to, it's okay. Normal yeah. people, I, normal people, whoever they are, eat off right. track. Exactly. Right. Like, right. They eat because my husband, you know, he's, he's a smaller framed man. He's fit. Yeah. He's like got a six pack. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, you don't think like I think because he's yeah. like, just right. eat the Snickers if you want the Snickers. But I do, yeah. but I can't eat like you do. I can't, exactly. you'll eat, he'll eat a plate and leave half of it because he's full. And I'm like, who yeah. does that? You eat your yeah, plate. Yeah. Like you got to finish. Like, right. Yeah. We're not done here. We haven't yeah. accomplished this yet. And so like, you know, working alongside of him and seeing how he eats and how his mind thinks. Cause when I would count macros, he's like, why are you putting so much work into that? Like you took a bite and you're tracking it. I'm like, right. Cause that bite counts. So it's kind of, yeah. it's funny to see how he thinks versus how I think, but he's never had a weight issue ever. Correct. So he doesn't yeah. see it. So that's my normal people. When I refer to like no. people who don't aren't consumed with the thought of what you're eating, how yeah. you're eating, when you're eating. So yeah. So to backtrack that long story, I did start doing therapy and it's helpful for me because it helps me to recognize. I now yeah. know that yesterday I just started my day out wrong. It wasn't, yeah. I'm not a bad bariatric patient. I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't, Correct. I didn't satiate my body the way it needed to be yesterday. So I went through the day fighting urges and then eventually giving into Oreos of all things. They're not yeah. that good. I gave yeah. into Oreos. Like, Come on, if I was going to give in, let me give something better than that. Right. Like I worked in a bakery yesterday um, <laughs> and, and I was surrounded by all this goodness and I fought it off all day to come home and eat Oreos. I'm like, Oreos. when I look back at it, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous that I, if I would have just started my day out better, yeah. And I've learned that too, because I, I go to bed, tend to go to bed a little later and wake up a little later. And so if I don't start my day out correctly at the end of the night, I'm like in the pantry, like, what's, what can I get yeah. my hands on here? So I know I have to start the day out correctly. I never recognize the importance of breakfast as much as I do now. So you're yeah. just, I think it's just the overall awareness that you learn yeah. through the process that really helps me. Um, to, that's the difference between the old me who would have just gone off the wagon, like yeah. face planted off and, and took everybody with me to now yeah. I'm like, okay, like what did we learn from this and how can I fix it going yeah. forward? So it's a yeah. mental process more than anything. I love that you said that because that's like my mantra. And that's honestly the, I didn't even have to say it. You said it. Like that's the whole point really of the series. It's learns. What do you learn inside? Mm -hmm. So Believe it or not, and you discussed it. Yeah, discussed it um, earlier. How um, they want you to go through all this stuff before bariatric surgery, and even the psych eval. I mean, it's not. It's required. It's a checkbox, right? Like a lot mm -hmm. of times, it does. It's just like, okay, you know what I'm saying. Believe it or not, most of my patients, they all get through the psych eval. It's kind of like a checkbox requirement to get the, the insurance. And what I noticed, even in my own practice, is none of that work that you do up front helps you with what you're learning right now. And oh my gosh, I love the fact that you're learning it because this is the hardest part in my opinion. And I'll, I'll, I'll get your info on that. But, and this is, I learned from my patients this part. And I'm like, as a surgeon, I need to help my, like almost like warn you like ahead of time. Like it's not just 
the the surgery, stomach, you know, stapling. Like there's so much work that really the most of the work is after the surgery. Like yeah. you're required to kind of jump through hoops before surgery for like the insurance purposes. But you're right, like you said, and this is why I asked you that because the nutrition, you're like, I knew that. Most people know that. Most of my patients who come in, they already know that. Most people know you need to exercise. We know how much you need to exercise. We know about a low carb diet. You know what I'm saying? I don't think in big picture this I'm I am guilty of it uh, my colleagues are guilty of it we need to focus I think a little bit more on the mental work that's going to occur after surgery and it's exactly what you said so what you went through the all or nothing mentality believe it or not it's not a you it's not even your fault it's a mechanism in your brain that occurred long time ago and it was a pathway that occurred in your brain and it just became automatic so what was happening is you know, this is, it's almost like your brain was like, I've seen this before and it, and it didn't work before. So it almost like was an activation. It was a trigger. And so therefore your behavior was such that, oh, it's, it's a failure. It's a shit. You know what I'm saying? But this is because, and the reason why it happens to you and not your husband is because your brain is taking count of how many times you've tried things and how many times it didn't work out. Right. And in the brain, it forms this pathway. Oh, it fell. It fell. This didn't work out. So then when it happens again, it's just like, forget it, you know, and until you do the mental work to rewire that pathway, most people can never get off of that, which is why I'm so happy that you are seeing therapy right now and that you've just explained it to, to where I don't have to, because a lot of people blame themselves. Like, why is this happening? And a lot of people wait regain, right? Because mm -hmm. for people who don't put in the work, the therapy work, the mental work after surgery to deal with this, surgery doesn't change this. Surgery does not change that trigger, right? You you can say it doesn't change that trigger. Like, and you can just eat less of it, but it's not going to change the trigger that you're feeling like, man, I just ate this cupcake. So I'm just say, forget it. That's why a lot of people wait regain. And if we don't put in the work in order to change that pathway, that's what happens. So I'm really excited to hear. And you're getting insights and yeah. you're having compassion for yourself. You no longer feel shame for yourself. You no longer feel guilt to yourself. You're like, it happened. It happened. I'm, I'm moving on. You were like, that happened yesterday. I've moved on. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. Versus years ago, you would have kept thinking, you know, it would have been like stuck in your head on repeat, on repeat, like a record player that just kept playing and playing. Right. So I am so proud of you. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. Yeah. And that you're getting the help. You're recognizing it. You've gained awareness and you're learning. You're learning from this stuff. You just told me why that happened. And so guess what? Next time you're like, I'm going to be on my game next time. I know what to do now in the morning. And I know what happens when I don't do that in the morning, you know? And so I think that's so key in this whole journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a never ending learning process. It, it really, really is. And and every day I figure I discover something else about myself, what I like, what I dislike. And right. I've come to a point now too, where, and I think this plays a, a point in it too. And I've said it to friends and whatnot before, because I eat such a little amount now and I eat, I'm almost two years out. I eat closer to a normal amount, but it's yeah. going to be good. I'm not wasting my time on a protein bar that I don't like. It's going in the <laughs> trash. I'll take a bite and think, no, I, I don't care how much I spend on it. I'm not eating that because I'm not satisfied with it. And I know right. what it's going to do to me down the road. So I'll try it's anything. Working. Right. Yeah. I'll try anything. But if it's not, um, you know, if it's not something, if I don't love it, I don't want it. I'm just yeah. scratch this yeah. dish and go get something else because it's just not working for me. I'm not going to, yeah. I, I love food and I'm not going to sacrifice choking something down when I'm only going to eat like a, a less than a cup of something like right. it makes no sense to choke it down and then be like later like 
searching through the pantry because I didn't, I didn't scratch that itch. You're not satisfied. Right. Yeah, you're not satisfied. You're, you're mentally not satisfied and your hunger is not satisfied. And so it's always going to trigger. Anytime you're not satisfied, your, your brain is going to trigger you, trigger you, trigger you. And that's why I tell my patients, then eat it. Like, don't eat the, like, if you want a slice of cake, eat a slice, even if just have a sliver then, because right. you have to satisfy whatever that is, or it's going to nag you all day. Right. And trying to like say no to it when your body wants it, it's going to stress, anxiety, just unneeded stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just going to follow you for the rest of the day. It's not even worth it. You know, right. just eat the small piece of cake and move on. You know and what I'm saying? The funny thing is, so I travel occasionally for work too. And that's yeah. a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The way yeah. that I have to plan for that. And so I had done a, um, a post on Instagram of the snacks that I take with me because snacks yeah. are huge for us. Like you, yeah. you have your meals and then you have your snacks that are kind of like meals because they're the same size as your meal. But yep. either way, and I like shown a picture of all the stuff that I take with me and I have a little box and it's got protein bars and I have jerky and I've got, you know, cheese in my oh, fridge yeah. and I, my yogurt and all that kind of stuff. And then there was this bag of M&Ms and I'm like, oh, and my peanut M&Ms. And the funny thing is those M&Ms, I bought them on my way thinking I wanted to eat them in the car because I drove for that particular trip. Yeah. I never ate them, but then they sat there. And just the simple fact of having them and knowing if I want them, it's the share pack and I could, it's three servings in it and I could have some and it would like yeah. kind of satisfy that. I never opened them. The yeah. whole work trip, they wow. came with me on, I went um, to visit friends after that came with me there. And at some point in that time is when, um, by the time I came home from like a two week trip, they were eaten, but yeah. they sat there and any other time that would have been like my go-to, oh. like I would have gone right past my veggie straws and gone for the M&Ms, but it's kind of like, yeah. I have them, I can have them if I want them, but I don't, right. I need that right now. No, exactly. so it's like a little security blanket. There they are. <laughs> They're there if I want them. Okay. Yeah. And I like the fact that you, um, prepare for travel. Um, that's important. Um, cause I always tell my patients and I do this too, like, you know, little clips on media, whatever, like don't sabotage yourself. Right. And because don't, and I'll, don't put yourself in a situation where you don't have any options, especially traveling. Like right. that is like an easy, I'm going to get off my wagon because there's nothing. It's driving, you know, you have fast food, you know, whatever, um, gas station food, which is gross and not good for you. Obviously you're going to pass a ton of fast food and even, even people, um, weight maintenance, other people, but even people who are just healthy that may have never had been overweight or had to have a surgery, they still pack their food. You right. know, it's still work. You know, everybody has to do it. Like it's things that you do on a regular basis. So you don't sabotage yourself. You know, right. I, I pack it. I travel a lot for work too. And I'm always packing snacks because I don't want to get hungry and then be in a situation where I have to stop and get fast food. So right. I think that's like, a, you just gave a little tip and a little tidbit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Probably we, even so I was in Disney uh, we, uh, almost two weeks ago. I ran my first 10K. I'm very yeah. excited for that. So did I did you do that. the Disney one? I did, I yeah. Do, I want to do the Disney one. I heard it's really good. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was very early yeah. in the morning. It was 5 a.m., but you know, um, yeah. <laughs> I did it. It was dark. But um, yeah, and I did it and I it was great. But in Disney, yeah. so we went to, into Disney parks for five days. I pack snacks with me there too, because my yeah. thought, I'm, I try to prepare for everything. My thought yeah. is I'm with people who are regular people, regular size stomachs. They're going to eat their meal and they're going to be full for until the next meal, maybe have a yeah. snack, but I'm eating like kids meals. There was lots of healthy right. options for kids meals. One place I stopped at, um, I got a kid's meal of um, uh, grilled salmon and green beans. And oh, it was wow. perfect portion for me. So they have a lot of really right. healthy options. So I didn't have to like, I'm not carrying leftovers around a park with me all day. Yeah. So right. I was able to do that or like split with my sister. Like I would figure out the best way to do it. 
But in my bag, I, I had a protein bar. I had some cashews. Yeah. I had the little um, cutie oranges. Like I had stuff in my bag because I know I'm going to be hungry before anyone else here is hungry. Yeah. So I want to yeah. make sure that I'm not like stopping and getting, you know, a Mickey ear ice cream or whatever. I mean, yeah. I'll have the ice yeah. cream if I want it, but I don't, I'm yeah. not forced to stop and buy Correct. something else that when I have a bag like full of snacks with me. So it was easy. Yeah. I'd pull out a turkey stick out of my bag and they're, they're laughing at me. I'm like, hey man, I'm prepared to line and eat this turkey yeah. stick. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Perfect. No, I think that's great. That's, that's, and that's what I wanted to get into too. Like, um, you cook. And so has, what has changed from before bariatric surgery to after, as far as like cooking style, cooking method, do you still, I guess a lot of chefs say they taste their food. Some mm. people say that's why they, they make eight ways because they taste. I had one chef tell that's me. That's an excuse. <laughs> you have a skinny chef that, what did he say? If chefs are skinny, you need to be reary. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right, Cause right. they're not tasting more food. So, so you tell me. But, so yeah, yeah, you do taste your food, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, how much is a taste? Because I used to yeah. use, that was a, that was an out for me too. When I'd have to talk about my weight, well, I have to taste everything. And it's like, come okay, on, real okay. though. really, let's be real here. Yeah. So yeah, you do taste everything. But also after 25 years, I impress myself, pat myself on the back quite often that I'm really good at making things and get hitting my seasoning and hitting everything the first time just because yeah. I've done it for so long. I don't have to measure. Yeah. I don't have to do any of that. But but even before surgery, so my husband's a vegetarian. So that I saw as Whoa. a challenge. I'm like, oh, so like no, like no meat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He will eat, he'll eat shrimp. He'll do some seafood. Um, yeah. So that's like, at least I wow. have a room there, but um, so I started then trying to figure out some of my favorite meals that I could make vegetarian for us. So that was my yeah. thing. And now after surgery, I do the same flip. What are some of my favorites that I can make bariatric friendly? So that's, I try yeah. to teach people that too, um, in any like cooking, like demos or whatever that I do that I try to teach them how to flip a recipe because I'm not going to not, eat. I just did it for an Easter, um, cooking thing that I did. I'm going to have mac and cheese, but how can I have like the best version of mac and cheese? I, I don't, I didn't even call it healthy mac and cheese. Cause that's just fake news. I was like, like, that's not seemoral, right. <laughs> this is healthy ish mac and cheese. Is yeah, what I'm yeah, I'm yeah. Like, we're going to use some bonza pasta <laughs> and we're going to cut the cheese back a little. So yeah, yeah, you know, I just try to figure out how can I make it still be really good to where anyone sitting at the table will eat it and like it versus, yeah. um, you know, me just going and having like all out, like holiday food. I made peanut butter eggs that I did with a, a PB fit powder and dark chocolate. And I made them yeah. and my husband, everything I make, he's like, that's gross. Like everything I try to make healthy. He's so picky. He, I was oh, like, really? taste one. yeah. So he ate one. He was like, he's eating it and I'm watching his face and he's like, it's not bad. He's like, these are actually good. He's like, I can tell they're healthier. He's like, but they're actually really good. And I've noted yeah. he's gone back to the fridge several times and helped. Okay. So I'm like, okay, all right. I, I got a winner here. So some of the yeah. stuff we'll eat. And sometimes he's like, no, I'm not eating that. But he's super picky. So I don't really go by his judgment. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting dynamic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you download or subscribed if you liked what you were listening to. And I hope we were able to help transform your health journey wherever you may be in that road. Thank you for listening. And until next time, don't just reroute your stomach, rewire your brain.